The Royal Grumble is raising money for Sheffield Children's Hospital. If you donate, you can unlock huge bonus episodes, as well as other perks. Go to at Royal Grumble Pod on Twitter for the link to our Just Giving page and all the info and the bonus content. Also, thanks to your donations, this episode may contain some colourful language. Let's get ready to grumble! Gentlemen, it is now time for the Royal Grumble. I'm your host Graham, and sitting directly opposite me is Daryl. Hiya. Where's Dan? Uh, he's out uh, posting leaflets through uh, Dorfit Tory Party and if election coming up. Oh yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's very politically motivated, isn't he? Yeah. And he's like, he's, I think his main message really is get Brexit done, isn't it? Yeah. I also heard him say fuck Grenfell. <laughs> I don't know why he said it. Wow. Okay. That's. I, I would. I didn't condone what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant, dear me. Well, we're really, uh, really starting off on a high there, mate. Really, that's fantastic. Let's. let's the, lesson, start... the lesson there is: don't miss a show. Yeah, that is the rule. <laughs> that is the rule. And also, listen to the shows you do miss. Yeah, that is part of the issue. Yeah, you're not going to listen to this, so yeah. you can't get mad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you will regret that. Uh, right. And if somebody tweets him and tells him, just know, stitchers get stitchers, and I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> and he will. He's done it before. Yeah. Right, let's start off with brand new news as of hot off the press. If the press was printed about six hours ago, maybe maybe ten. Yeah, go on. What, what's happening? So you know it's crown jewel tomorrow. Oh yeah. You know, I've got the card in front of me, mate. Excellent. I can't wait to talk about it. Well, what's one of the matches that's been added to card? Um, there's a nine-team tag team turmoil match. I mean, in the last like ten hours. Oh, they're going to let women have a match, aren't they? Yeah, during the prayer break. is what I'm calling that now, right? I'm telling you now. Absolutely guarantee it's during the prayer break. But yeah, they are. So, because it is the first women's wrestling match in Saudi Arabia, right? that's quite progressive by WWE standards, uh, they want to make it, presumably, quite a big deal. So, give me one of the participants in the match. Uh, Natalia. Oh, 15-year veteran Natalia. Yep. Brilliant. Member of the Hart family, third generation superstar, isn't she? Or second generation, something like that, you know. Third, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Because Stu Hart was a granddad, and then Jim Neidhart was a dad. There you go then, third generation. Yeah. So, nailed it, brilliant. Good, so, good start. Who is the second person in the match? <laughs> what are you laughing at? The, the, the sassy Southern Belle. Oh, brilliant. Lacey Evans. Oh, brilliant, even better. She'll go, she'll go down well, won't she? Wasn't she a former soldier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that'll, uh, I imagine that'll go down very well at Crown Jewel. US Marines, I think, wasn't she? Yeah, she was. Brilliant. Military police officer in the in the US Marines. I hear they're keen on US Marines in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> so, how long? How long do we reckon? Oh, it's going to be a short Two minutes. on card. Two yeah. minutes. Maybe it doesn't even happen. They have a fight in the back. Could well, you imagine if it didn't happen? Yeah, or it just, get, yeah, it just gets cancelled. The flow yeah. would tie over before not to have a match. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> so, I don't think they announced it, did they? No, they just flew her over. Yeah. They, were the flu, they flew her and Charlotte. Alexa Bliss was, it, oh, was the other okay. one. No, no, this is this is the key thing, mate. It's never been Charlotte. It's never been Becky Lynch. Because clearly what they want is, if it turns out they can't do it, they don't want to upset one of their top talents. Yeah. <laughs> but Natalia, not bothered. So, yeah, she's apparently really pleased about it. Lacey Evans is mega pleased about it. Uh, oh, Stephanie McMahon. Would you like to know? Stephanie McMahon's been telling us why uh, why they were chosen. Go on. Right. So, uh, basically, to talk about it, people are asking, you know, why why have you picked Lacey Evans and Natalia? With I think fairly obvious reasons. And she said, uh, Natalia's some something of a legend in the women's division. Uh, she's a veteran, been here for so long. Blah blah. She she's considered a legacy, etc. Family history. Yeah yeah yeah. You take Lacey Evans, who is fairly new on the scene, but who's not been shy about sharing her perspective on overcoming, especially in her life and the things she'd been through. She's a heel, by the way, in case we're just going <laughs> to just throw that in there. Um, she has a young daughter and she wants to set an example and pave the way not only for her daughter, but boys and girls all around the world. That's their personal stories. Right. So, Natalia, veteran of the business, done loads, a pioneer for women, as far as Stephanie's concerned. Lacey, had a kid. 
So, makes do, sense. Do, what do you think this match is going to be good? No. No, I don't either. But I think that's because uh, Lacey Evans has got previous with bombing in the Middle East. Oh, you got her. Oh. Donna. You've done her again, I did mate. That myself. That's my own. Well done, I'm mate. I've stolen that off anyone. That's, That's my good. own joke. Brilliant. They were also asking Stephanie about why they're not doing another evolution. Because um, it drew shit. <laughs> no? I don't. That's not what she said, incidentally. Uh, she said, um, a lot of our focus has been ha- on having this particular match. You know, this match that was announced today, the day before the show. <laughs> and that is definitely going to be in the. Uh, in the prayer break. Uh, no, I, no, I, I tell you what, I hope it's not. I tell you what, I hope it is. Mm-hmm. I hope they've had to film it beforehand and then green screen in the crowd like they want to do with Daniel Bryan. Oh, they should definitely have had to do that, yeah. Because I'm still like, I still think about that <laughs> quite often. How that would have happened. I'm a little bit gutted that we didn't get that. To be honest, yeah, the yeah. logistics behind that would be crazy. It how they would green screen in a crowd. It, it would just, be. Yeah, I just don't understand how it would work. It'd be fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. Um, I, it may not shock you to discover that there, there are going to be uh, specifically designed costumes for the women in this match. Now, Natalia, that's not going to take a great deal of customization anyway. But Lacey Evans, I imagine it might take a little bit more. So yeah, yeah, not a huge surprise. It's not going to be long anyway, is it? Let's be honest. She could just wear army gear, can't she? She could. You're right. Yeah, she could. She could. Yeah. Could would that go down well? Probably not. No, probably not. Great. You know what didn't go down well? Uh, Smackdown on uh, Fox Sports last week. I heard about this. Yeah. Um, 880,000 viewers, basically. Yeah. So, like, I mean, obviously it was switched to a different channel, but it's, like, absolutely really quite low. Yeah, but it just shows they've not got many loyal viewers, does it? That's the issue, isn't it? Loyal viewers like the ones on USA. We'll see how on that one works out because do you know it's game seven of the the uh, World Series tonight? Okay. Which is around the same time as both AEW and NXT are on. Yeah, so they're not going to do very well. No, they're going to get paggered and they're never going to recover from it. I'm going to say that now because I don't think people are going to bother going back. Just saying. Fox Sports 1, though, on Friday. Uh, Rene Young's going, oh, look forward to WWE backstage. Uh, our first guest is going to be huge news. So who's the first guest? They haven't said. Rob Gronkowski's going to be on it, though. And a taped message from John Cena. So you, you, is that taped message from John Cena counting as the first guest, or is it in the studio guest? No, it's supposed to be something that's separate. Okay, so is it, what, is, it, is it meant to be CM Punk? Is that what everyone's I getting? think that's basically what's being implied, yes. I okay. would guess. I don't know for sure, but I would guess that's what she's implying. But then, if he's supposed to be a host of it, or is he just going to be a contributor? Yeah. Well, like, if he's a co-host... I don't think he can be a co-host, because... didn't Haven't they already done this? This isn't the first episode, is it? No, they did... Well... Because I've seen, I've, seen I've seen they interviewed uh, Finn Balor. Yeah, basically, um, I think it's something about... I'm not really completely clear on it. They've done something like this already, but they're calling this the premiere. So I don't know if that's like, you know, like this technical premiere. I don't know if it's like first look or, you know, something like that. Because okay. cause if it if it ha- retains the same format that um, the thing I've seen with Finn Balor, um, Booker T and um, Renee Young interview him like it's, like everything's a sh- um, all kayfabe. So... Um, they ask him about his uh, turn on uh, Johnny Gargano and stuff like that. I'm not saying CM Punk's beyond doing that, but I think he was he from the interviews he's done. I'm under the impression that this was going to be more of a shoot format. Yeah. Um, because he said that uh, he didn't want to say something was good if it was if it wasn't good because it would like sort of like go against what he believes in. Yeah. So I I don't know, but. I, well, I'm wondering if maybe this is, you know, because she's referring to this as the premiere, I wonder if maybe now it's like, this is a good movie, what's that, what it's actually like and what they've been doing so far is, I don't really know, to be perfectly honest with you, mate. Um, I don't think they know, so no. to be even more honest with you. So there you go. Vince is more focused on XFL now anyway, isn't he? Yeah, it? he is, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, we've, we've got the opening dates, haven't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. I hope you have in front of you. Yes, mate. I've got yeah. the opening dates right in front well, of me. What, what I do, I'll what sounds like my laptop typing <laughs> XFL opening dates is actually just um, a very small drum. What What I do know is that um, some of the games run uh, around WrestleMania time, so I don't know. Yeah, there's no one that's like directly it, opposite. I think so. Yeah. Great. But uh, the different different audiences aren't they? Because this is the football audience, not the wrestling audience. Obviously. But I do wonder in the future. If WrestleMania um, is going to be the same city or as an XFL game, maybe as part of the more expensive travel package, you might get a cheeky XFL game thrown in. That's oh, if it lasts more than one season. That is the <laughs> and that is the crux of it. Will it last more than one season? No. No, there's your answer. <laughs> uh, so there's there's a hold on. What does it say? Yeah, I can't really tell. To be perfectly honest with you, mate. Um, the Wikipedia says the first regular season games are planned for February 8th, 2020, the weekend after the Super Bowl. Literally exactly like they did with the XFL last time. Brilliant. So that can only succeed, can't it? I know, uh, yeah, back for the first time on Saturday, the February the 8th. So uh, I think they've even got specific fixtures. But Yeah, so Saturday, February 8th, um, Seattle versus DC and LA versus Houston. Yes. Do you know they've got a one-week bye at one point? Uh, no. It's a one-week bye between the playoff games and the championship. That one-week bye just happens to land on exactly the same time as the NFL draft. Oh. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is actually quite sensible rather than just putting it against the NFL draft or, you know, against WrestleMania or something. Yeah. Mm. Nice one. I don't know if I want to go straight into this now. What else has uh, been taking Vince McMahon's... Uh, attention this week or not taking his attention according to the person involved uh, t-shirt designs yeah t-shirt design mate yeah so John Miles he, he he used to be ACH didn't he yes he did I only found that out this week yeah okay Albert Summit Hardy I don't know is... all I know is that they only ever called him ACH yeah whatever it was because I didn't it it wasn't hard to find out what ACH stood for but it certainly wasn't being forthcoming so I don't know yeah. what but his, that's his name, isn't it? His real name's like Albert something, isn't it? Yeah, it, well, his NXT name was Albert Hardy Jr. Or Albert Hardy the Third, or something. So right. I'm guessing the H... I don't know what the C stands for. I'm guessing right. it's Albert Summer Hardy. Well, his, his NXT name's Jordan Miles now, isn't it? Well, now, yeah. Smiles for Miles <laughs> is what more of an aloe says a lot. So there's been a bit of a kick-off for John Miles. Yeah, so he, he got Mardi on Twitter, didn't he? Um, he had a bit of a whinge about someone that was a little bit racist. <laughs> But, uh, right, so that design, that let's just put it out there, right? I saw it, and I just thought it was another crap design, along with the rest of uh, the NXT designs that got mass market produced uh, for that opening NXT show in USA. However, my uh, background has not been... Um, like, as colourful. A, as a, as a, as a, I'm not persecuted like, like his. Yeah. So I'm not saying it's not racist. It's just that I didn't see it. Yeah. So I'm not making an excuse for WWE. They've got previous. Uh, yes, I spoke to you before we went on air about Triple H blacking up several times. Yeah. And doing a gorilla impression to Mark Henry as he walks down the ring to the ring. The things he said to Booker T before WrestleMania. You know, the, yep. there's a long list. Yes, there uh, is. The, the Nazi symbolism in all of his logos. There's a long list. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to continue? The time he yellowed up. Um, um, I'd prefer you didn't continue. Right? Okay. But that's just Triple H. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty sure Vince McMahon said the N-word once. Yes, he did. I it's... literally saw that on the telly. Okay. Booker T was there. Yeah. Yep. So... They've got previous. Yes, they do. However, I think there is an argument to be made that it was a poor error of judgment. I don't I don't think I'm not saying I can't speak for them and say there was no malice in it, but if people if it's white people designing these logos and like they they put it this way, if I designed that logo myself on Photoshop, not going, Oh, I wanna mug him off and pretend to be I don't wanna be racist, like yeah. I just designed a logo. It just so happened that it had Horrible connotations to the past. Yes. However, the plot thickens. <sighs> so, it, uh, WWE issued a statement which said that um, they collaborated with Jordan Miles on this logo and he signed off on it. Jordan Miles then posts on Twitter a screenshot of an email from an internal WWE representative, which that email address has now since been changed as people have been trying to email it. <laughs> 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 which, which, oh, of course it has. Yeah, well, of course they have. Um, 
on that email, um, it's implied that he that Jordan Miles sent his own logos, and uh, the guy came back to him and said, "Well, Triple H prefers the other one, and he wanted to make it more toothy." <laughs> oh, uh, that that's a quote in the. Oh email. no! Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Oh man! He wants the letters to be more toothy, is what he said. Oh my god! So Jordan Miles felt pressured because his boss wanted it to look a certain way. But then apparently Jordan spoke to Triple H in person and Triple H denied that that was the case. Uh-huh. And he assumed that Jordan Miles had signed off on that logo himself. Right. So this is where it's getting very muddy yeah. now, so isn't it? Along with WWE's statement, they um, they also put... Right, the, the very final sentence of the statement was, uh, no T-shirts were sold, yeah. <laughs> which mugged him off because not even his mum bought one. Nope. Um, Although, to be fair, with it being that design, I don't imagine his mum going, oh, great news, uh, Albert. I bought a T-shirt. So they, they've pulled the T-shirt down and uh, they put up a different T-shirt, which apparently resembles the Space Jam logo, but I, I didn't look at the new T-shirt. Um, well, he's selling his own T-shirt now, but I'll get to that in a Yeah. Minute. So there was other... That, that, that's the general gist of the T-shirt story. He was quite vocally annoyed on social media about it which you know like again fair enough like you know i've not lived through what his him and his uh ethnic ethnicity of people have lived through so I, I i'm not having a go but he was quite annoyed on twitter uh calling out the company saying that they don't care about black people or don't care about black wrestlers things like that uh but then he even even said f ring of honor um the only black champion you ever had is Uncle Tom, and then put a picture of Jay Lethal, which he since deleted the tweet. Yes, but he still said it and tweeted it. Yes, he so, has apparently. So much, for much it, like, then. much like WWE still put a racist T-shirt out and then took it down. He put a stupid tweet out calling somebody an Uncle Tom and took it down. Let's not let let's like let's call a spade a spade here. They're, they're both as wrong as each other. He's not taking back his words though. Four hours ago, he's still tweeting about it. By <laughs> of course, way. he is. Um, he's digging a hole, isn't he? Well. I don't know if I would go as far as say he's digging a hole. Uh, does it count as a hole if you're digging with the intent to go further down? Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's still a hole. Yeah, well, okay, fair enough. Right. I, is it not? Is it a hole or is it a tunnel? Ooh. Ooh. Well, a tunnel it's to get out. out the other side. Exactly. It's a tunnel. Right. So my take on this, like, because obviously what we really need to hear from is, you know, white male. That's I mean, you've heard from the ethnic one of the role. <laughs> what you need to know is like more more white men's opinions because I mean that there aren't enough of them in the world, so have mine. Um, and it's it seems to be a view that's shared by you know various different people. Booker T's talked about it. Cedric Alexander's talked about it. I'm convinced that there's WWE like staff that would feel a certain way about it, etc., etc. Um, I I wouldn't probably have taken the initial connotations, but completely get where he's coming from absolutely. once he puts it out it's plain to see yeah it's obvious like, yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely like um and i mean, the first time i saw it i thought something a bit weird about that and then it was sort of yeah it's pretty straightforward um and he's absolutely I, more to the point i totally get why he's called him out in public about it because a if he does it in private they can just go like they did go no triple h so it's fine or just go away yeah you know or they can sack him without anyone finding out why he's sacked. Right. Yeah. So definitely go for it in public if that's your issue. Because that way he knows how the you know, you know how the machine works. They they can't then sack him because it's clear that, that what their well, intents are. Not straight away. Are. No, exactly. <laughs> but right. Um so we'll get back to that in a minute. Um I think he's right to call him out in public and I think he was absolutely right to uh to further go on and say, look, this is this is a real this is an institutional issue in the sense that um, you can definitely say it was done by accident rather than something intentional, but that could be construed as you know someone not even thinking about it. So I, I get that. My issue is then, like you said, the the thing that he's then gone on to. Oh, fuck Ronovano as well, yeah. and Uncle Tom and Jay Lethal. Right, that's where for me it goes from in making a serious point that needs to be made. To somebody tweeted him, <coughs> what about Kofi? And they called him Co- Kofi Luther Kingston. Oh my god! I don't know if there was. I don't know if it was ACH that well, whatever, uh, Jordan Miles that tweeted that, or somebody else tweeted him Kofi Luther Kingston. <laughs> I just saw it when I was looking through. Oh dear. Um, that's for me when it goes from 
he's trying to get a serious point across about institutional issues within WWE and within society to he's trying to push an agenda that gets him noticed. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, 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 the way he's put it on his Twitter, or at least he put on his Twitter um, like earlier on today or something, he put something like, uh, something about Colin Kaepernick or Kanye West. He was like, it's not a Colin moment. It's not a, it's not a cat moment. It's not a Kanye. Oh yeah, here we are. This ain't a cat moment, cat movement. This ain't, isn't a Kanye West moment. This isn't me being a hater. This is me being real. And I'm like, I don't, I don't believe you anymore. Yeah. Um, oh, and also, Booker T, obviously I told you Booker T commented, and he basically said, uh, the way he's gone about it is the wrong way. I think he's got points to make, but he's gone around the wrong way. Yo, Booker T, I've got nothing but respect for you. Have me on the podcast, and we can discuss this situation as a whole, <laughs> publicly on Twitter. Oh, and he's also released his own T-shirt from Pro Wrestling Tees that says, F racism, watch wrestling. I um, wonder how. Which, that... to be fair, I'll give you this much: all the money from that is going towards the ADAA uh, Foundation. Which, I mean, I'm going to Google because uh, so I bet the AA is African American. I would expect as much. Or it's yes. Arn Anderson. I think we know which one of it is more likely to be. Um, I can't find out what it actually stands for. Their own website doesn't say what it actually stands for. Uh, I get, mean, I could, I couldn't, I could get guess. a website, lads. Is that the message we want to put out there? Oh, yeah, there you go. Art Dealers Association of America. Non-profit membership organisation of the nation's leading galleries in the fine arts. That's a bit weird. Are you sure it's the right, it's the right ADA? I'm starting to wonder, but to be honest, mate. <laughs> I don't um, think it's raising money for the art dealer. I hope not. <laughs> uh, that's literally a website, ADAA Foundation. Hold on. There must be loads of them, surely. It's great, great yeah, radio, by the way. Just listen to him tapping away on his, on his keyboard um, while we figure out what age. Anxiety and Depression Association of America, that makes a lot more sense. Um, yeah, ADAA.org. That make, I think it's probably them instead of the art, the art development. Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just... It's a shame, really, because I think I would believe that he was trying to make a serious point that if it went for the fact that he's then gone on to have a go at Jay Lethal um, you know promote all the stuff and now he's finally doing something in terms of actually like it's just it feels to me like he's seen this been understandably furious about it and then gone into the pro wrestler thing yeah of well, I can use this to my advantage and get my name out there again. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, I don't think we should gloss over that there are clear um, ra- oh, it, racist yeah, it's... elements to WWE at times. Like, Absolutely. Let, let's remember, like, obviously The Rock's mixed race, but Kofi Kingston was the first black... Uh, WWE champion, yeah, like ever, yeah, like obviously the Rock, his dad's black and his mum and his mum's Samoan, yeah. So like, but yeah, so but so there's two then, right? Yeah, <laughs> out of, of all the, uh, the yeah of all of them, history. there's two, yeah. And I'm and I'm not saying you, you like you telling me Booker T were never worth it. Yeah, well, I mean there was like, a very specific point at which Booker T was worth it, and then they literally did a racism angle. Yeah. But it wasn't a racism angle, mate. It was a WCW angle, is what Triple H will tell you now. Yeah. yeah. People like you don't win the title, do they? Former WCW people, what do you think I meant? Oh, nod, nod, wink, wink. I did black up, though. Yeah. So Triple H. Twi- twice. Twice. Triple H, you did it. Is it only twice? Uh, twice that I know of. Yeah, tw- yeah, tw- well, tw- yeah twice yeah. that I could. But it's before. all right, because at least all his mates were blacking up as well. So that yeah. makes it all right. <laughs> That's the rule. And at least they had, do not remember though what you've forgotten, mate. You've forgotten the rule that makes it all right. Go on. Well, on table for three, they said it was all right. Oh, they yeah. got all the all the black wrestlers that they were imitating, and they came on and said it was fine. I so mean, it's all right. One of the times Triple H was imitating The Rock, and The Rock weren't sat on that table for three, were it? <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, <laughs> they couldn't get him for that one. No, was he not? Was he busy? Yeah, he didn't want to have dinner dinner with, with Mark Henry <laughs> and Farouk. <laughs> <laughs> and was it was it the Godfather? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally couldn't even remember. He sent them all a gift though, didn't he? Mm. 
Can you remember what he said? Yes, I do remember what he said. He sent them all watches, didn't he? Apart from Farouk, who <laughs> said a sign photograph of the rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Brilliant. So, yeah. Uh, so, have we sorted racism out? We've, we've just fixed racism, right? Okay. So, now that we've fixed racism, yep. let's, uh, let's turn our attention to a much less controversial topic, which is Saudi Arabia, obviously. Okay. Uh, the card for WWE Crown Jewel. Now, as we know, all WWE Saudi Arabia events are the best events. So yeah, that's a proven fact. That is, yeah. <laughs> What's the best match they've had in Saudi Arabia? Like genuinely, not uh, in an ironic sense, in the sense that Goldberg versus Undertaker was a modern classic for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> What's the actual best match? Is it that AJ Styles and Nakamura match that ended in a disqualification? It probably is. Or yeah. Is it the greatest but, Royal Rumble match? Because I think it's probably that. To be well, honest. the greatest Royal Rumble is probably the most fun match, but yeah. it depends what you. It depends what you define it best. Because I, I, that Undertaker Goldberg match has its moments. <laughs> Too specifically, where they drop each other on the head. <laughs> like that, this, it's, it's fantastic. We need to check Dave Meltzer. See what he see what he said were the best matches. Because yeah. like, he's the guy, isn't he? Yeah. Even his mate Brian Alvarez is mugging him off now though. Oh, because he's he's retweeting people that he's having, he's having to go at people and go he's arguing with people who got no <laughs> followers and no and is following no one. He's having to go at actual like Twitter eggs. Yeah, so give us a card then, Daryl. Come on. Uh, so you're our Saudi Arabian expert. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's Team Hogan versus Team Flair. So Team Hogan is Roman Reigns, Rusev, Ricochet, Shorty G, and Ali. Uh, and Team Flair is Randy Orton, King Corbin, Bobby Lashley. Shinsuke Nakamura and Drew McIntyre. That's that sounds. Fun. Roman Reigns is the only star in the entire match, so he wins. Pins yeah. Drew McIntyre last. Oh no, is it? It's one it's, fall to it's finish one it, fall, right? Yeah. Well, Roman Reigns pins someone, or Roman Reigns does the move that pins someone. Even if he like, even if Roman Reigns knocks someone out and Shorty G does the pin, they go Shorty G got the win when everyone really knows it was Roman yeah. Reigns. So Shorty G's pinning King Corbin. Yeah. Via Superman punch. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Via Superman Podge and Spear. Yeah. Uh, Mansoor versus Cesaro. Uh, Mansoor wins because he's the state-appointed wrestler. Yeah. Yep. He already won the, the big battle royal, didn't he? He did. That was his last match, I think. He did. He did win that big battle royal, mate. Uh, the next match uh, on my list is the Falls Count Anywhere match for the WWE Universal Championship and the match cannot be stopped for any reason for any reason right so that's just going to keep going on it is isn't it yeah can't think of any reason you stop a match no no reason uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend did you know Mansoor was on NXT UK uh, no it was on the 1st of May episode losing to Travis Banks so that's how low down the actual WWE pecking order Mansoor is he lost to Travis Banks who loses all the time on NXT UK doesn't he uh, yeah. There you go. Min. Um, Seth Rollins has been on uh, Corey Graves' new podcast. Great. Which is which is a WWE-sponsored podcast called yes. After the Bell. Yeah, they've got into our racket, haven't they? Yeah. So Robbers. I don't think they'll be as good as us, though. Probably not, no. They don't tackle racism like we do. No, they haven't sorted racism. No. and they're, they're probably not even talking about it, to be honest. So Seth Rollins said, If people don't get what they want, they whine about it on Twitter. Brilliant. It's 2019, and I don't know what wrestling looks like anymore. It's a weird place. And Seth Rollins is saying this. Yes. Seth now, Rollins, king of whining on Twitter. Yes, this is very much for the room. Yep. This is uh, from the WWE BT Sport Twitter account. So yep. it's obviously it's some kind of official Twitter account. Yes. So that's the image of the views, which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. There's, yep. a, there's another quote I want to show you. Amazing. Which is from the same account, same tweet. Yep. This so, account, I think, was only established this week as well because okay. they're going to get their... The official license. So you know, like the WWE on Fox one came up about yeah. a month ago, which incidentally is great. Yeah, the WWE on Fox Twitter is the best WWE Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, it's because I've got something about that in a minute there as you well. Do. So then another thing: you could go back six months, a year. I was everybody's favorite. I don't know what changed, except that I became the person they wanted me to be. It's a very fickle audience, and the picture they've used is from Hell in a Cell. Uh, Amazing. All the red lights. <laughs> Bray Wyatt is in his hand in Seth Rollins' mouth. Brilliant. And multiple referees just falling all over the place. Yeah. Um, so that's uh, the title match. Great. Uh, Can't wait for that one. Seth Rollins wins. Can't be stopped for any reason. So, like, what's going to happen? Like, there must be some kind of mess finish. Because either it's Seth Rollins wins or there's a, um, a screwy finish, isn't there? Yeah. 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 
the very fact that they said the match can't be stopped for any reason immediately makes you think, well, something's going to go on because you always lie. <laughs> Uh, 19. It's like Boris Johnson. Oh, come at me, Dan. I know he's your favourite. What are you going to do? <laughs> Nine-team tag team turmoil match for the Brilliant. WWE World Cup. Which The WWE World Cup? I thought that was already won. Well, this is the tag team World oh, Cup. Oh, the tag team World yeah. Cup. Good. But nine's an odd number, isn't it? Quite literally. <laughs> yeah. That's strange. It's, it's definitely going to be a ten-team. Yeah. Alliteration as well, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, ten-team tag. Who, yeah. um, so it's the New Day, which is Biggie and Kofi Kingston, because Xavier Woods has got an injury. Yeah, isn't he out for a, for a long time? Yeah. yeah. Uh, versus the Viking Raiders, versus Heavy Machinery, Luch House Party. Um, All big teams. Yeah, Kurt Huggins and Zack Ryder, The Revival, The OC, Dolph Ziggler and Rude, and the B Team. <laughs> Brilliant. That's your clear idea of what sort of level this is at when yeah. the B Team are in it. So my important question to you is, who is Shane McMahon's tag partner? Well, that's the question, isn't it? Yeah. Uh Kevin Owens because they like doing weird stuff like that. Yeah, or so, Elias. Oh we're yeah, I could Elias see Elias. Yeah, yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. So we we predicted that Shane McMahon's winning that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Him and Elias to be the best tag team in the world. Um, Even though weren't him and someone else the best tag team in the world? Who was it? The world's greatest tag team. Oh, it was Shall Miz. No, oh. no, Shane McMahon and the Miz did that in January oh, already, yeah. didn't they? The oh. best tag team in the world. Maybe Miz, is Miz in a match. Yeah. Uh, Bring him back in. Yeah. Oh, you can see that, can't you? Reunited. <laughs> I hope they do that. I That'd really be amazing. hope they do it. Reunited and it feels so good. Uh, 20-man battle royal. The winner faces AJ Styles for the WWE United States Championship. So you've got Sun Hill, Mojo Rawley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, Sin Cara. Right. You're going to go through a lot of people. I'm going to ask you, are there any uh, Saudi Arabian wrestlers in this? Uh, no. Right, okay, carry on. Uh, Sin Cara, Brian Kendrick, Titus O'Neil, Tony Nese... Uh, Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Apollo Crews, Buddy Murphy, Andrade, Drake Maverick, Eric Young, Luke Harper. Eric Young is still hired. <laughs> uh, Cedric Alexander, Heath Slater, Humberto Carrillo. And he had a match with AJ Styles on Raw, didn't he? Did, he? Which makes me think he's winning this. Yeah, well, probably, yeah, because they just trot out whatever's uh, happened before, don't they? Yeah, No Way Jose. Oh, oh well, should be No Way Jose, obviously. Yeah. There you go, there's your answer. Um, we've already spoke about Natalia and Lacey Evans and yep. then the big boy matches this is why we're here here we are so do you want to talk about boxer or MMA first uh, well boxer first alright Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury right yeah Tyson hardest thing he's ever had to do he's selling the leg in the the Sun pick that was a legit story by the way <laughs> really yeah because <laughs> the, there was a press conference the Sun went Oh, Tyson Fury's wrestling career may be over before he even began. He was spotted hobbling at the press conference. You know the wrestling press conference? <laughs> spotted hobbling. Oh, no, he might have hurt his leg. It's almost like that was part of the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Fury to win, obviously. Yeah. Because why would he come? It's Tyson Fury. Like, he's quite good at boxing, but he's also very fragile as a man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he'd, he'd want to He's not lose, coming he'd want into... He doesn't want to lose a fake fight. No, he ain't, no. Definitely not. Oh, do you notice he's also pretending he's going to go into MMA? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's going, oh, yeah, I can't wait to train in MMA. Maybe Conor McGregor will be my trainer. Yeah, of course he will, Tyson, mate. Of course he will. Definitely going to happen. And then uh, WWE title match, which is Brock Lesnar versus Cain Velasquez. I mean, this is, going to be, this is going to be gloriously terrible. I can't wait to see how terrible this is going to be. Right. Do you know... When uh, Braun Strowman like accidentally need Brock Lesnar, whatever he did, and Brock Lesnar got up and like started pagering him a bit. Yeah. Because Cain Velasquez is a bit green, right. if he like lays something in, do you think Brock Lesnar's going to have bollocks to, to like? No. no, no, no. This might be a different Brock Lesnar because I, this is going to be Brock, Brock Lesnar working safe. Because for the first time in a long time, he's going to be in the ring with someone. That has actually pagged him before. <laughs> like, yeah, not yeah. This is gonna be Think someone that, that not just someone that can pagger him, someone that has. Yeah. And didn't he do it twice? Only uh, didn't end up doing it no, twice, did he? Because no. it ended up not happening, and then Brock like got hurt and lost to Overeem or whatever. Yeah. But Overeem cheated, so that makes it all right. Yeah. Then Brock went back and never cheated, and uh, yeah, he beat, never did. Beat, no, beat no. Hunt. Beat Mark Hunt. Take that, Mark Hunt. You loser. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to this match. Right. Because Cain Velasquez is a luchador. Yeah, he is, yeah. They should have put the mask back on him, though, because he can't <laughs> he can't facially emote, so you might as well get some mask sales out of it. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, 
that's the match I'm looking forward to most, I think. Even though Tyson, Tyson Fury does intrigue me because, you know, he's, he's a bit of a character. The fact that Cain Velasquez isn't a character and Brock Lesnar's Brock Lesnar, like, is he going to do, like, 20 million German suplexes to Cain Velasquez? No. No. It's going to be fascinating. And Cain Velasquez has got a dodgy knee. Yeah. So oh, it's it's yeah, I can't wait for this. It's gonna be like genuinely it's gonna be fascinating. Yeah. I, I've not even considered the thing you said about Brock though, like the fact that Brock might actually sort of work safe. <laughs> yeah. because this is the thing. The the impression I get from Brock Lesnar is I don't think he's necessarily dangerous. No. But I think that because he knows that none of them can beat him up, he does not give a fuck. No. Bro- he does what he wants, which isn't yeah. necessarily actively trying to hurt someone. But he does what he wants, and no one's going to stop him from doing what he wants. Yeah. But Cain Velasquez, if he don't want to do it, he might do something different. You know, he might change his, uh, change his, change his tactics. I know you consider that. That's going to be fascinating. I thought when you said big boy matches, I thought you were going to talk about. There's another match that is there. Is there not though? Wasn't there supposed to be Rusev and Bobby Lashley? I guess it's just R- not on there, R- is Rusev it? Rusev and Lashley are in the Team Hogan, Team Flair. Oh, of course they are. I forgot that completely. Uh. Do you know that that divorce court segment from Raw uh, has now drawn over 5 million YouTube viewers, which is nearly as many as Braun Strowman and Bo- Tyson Fury did from three weeks ago. Great. Yep, so that angle's going to carry on. Yeah. Good, isn't it? I mean, I, mean, I, I bet they wish it could draw nearly half that in uh, actual viewers when they, <laughs> when they hit the shows on the air. Yeah, isn't that a five-week low at the moment? Yeah. A well, rate demographic under what it is 2 in the million UK? viewers. Yes, I did see this. This is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. So wasn't it 33,000 and then it didn't it go down to like 10% of that? Basically, it was... The, the rating was 3,000. Yeah. And they just assumed it was a computer error <laughs> and that it was supposed to be 33,000, but it seems like it wasn't. Yeah, so the week before it was 33,000, though. And yeah, then exactly. Think, yeah, yeah, and then this week it was 3,000. This is uh, Sky Sports in the UK, not, yeah. uh, not, not, not in the US, obviously. No, no. Yeah. Although I think, I mean, it's on at like daft o'clock, isn't it? So, like, I don't know if that's the one they're taking it off of. I, don't, I genuinely don't know which one, uh, yeah. which one draws better now. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you think the. 9 p.m. repeat a draw better than, but then again, if you've got Sky, surely you're just recording that live showing and watching the live one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, like the well, next day, Sky aren't bothered anymore, are they? Because they're getting rid of it. Like you yeah. said, BT have got it. They've yeah. started up and their they're own. mugging it off. Yeah, but then oh, what was the other thing I wanted to? Oh, that was it. So the were um, on Fox. Yeah, there there was a graphic um, for I don't know what it was for, but he somebody somebody tweeted under it and said, "Where are the people of color?" Yes. In this graphic, and then WWE on Fox tweeted back saying, "What do you think Kyrie Sane is?" <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think this was all in. This was all post the Jordan Miles yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah. And someone's trying to be smart and mug them off, and like Kyrie Sane's right there. <laughs> if you're gonna be like that, incredible, right? I know we're. Uh, I know we're a wrestling podcast, but do you know that? The Arsenal Liverpool match has gone to five all, and it's going really, pe- yeah, really, literally. And what score do you think it was before the last minute? Oh, were you going to tell me Arsenal winning? It was going to be. It was five four yeah. to Arsenal, and then Origi scored yeah, the last cause, minute. Cause so, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll we'll keep you updated on that. Keep updated. Yeah, yeah. You, you want to know, even though it'll literally be you'll be able to know it before we do. Right. What else to talk about? Um, I feel like we did. Yes, wrestling figures. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, that's always wrestling figures. Yeah, yeah. Men. I was. Yeah. We'll do that, and then we'll talk about the other thing at the end. Right, so, uh, bit, big big news, bigger than Saudi Arabia, is uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling have uh, got an action figure line, um, which I um, mentioned on the last episode, that the pictures were going to be released. Um, the pictures were released, um, and I did have a link that I could have tweeted out, but they since took the link down. Basically, what happened is, uh, they put the pictures out, and then I don't think they got license or approval because they took a blog post out. But obviously, people save the pictures. So if you are bothered about going to see them, um, I will put them on the Instagram or the Twitter. Follow us on at Royal Grumble Pod on Twitter and Instagram. It'll be on one of them. Follow us anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Please. So there's four figures in this first set. It's Ishii, Will Ospreay, 
Tanahashi and Okada. Um, these are meant to be in scale with the WWE Mattel Elite figures, so uh, they'll they fit in with everything. Uh, what do you think? I like them. I think they look really quite impressive, to be perfectly honest. Uh, I was quite surprised uh, with Will Ospreay at first set. Why? Uh, just because I thought they'd have gone for uh, Naito. Yeah, that's true. Do you not think they were wanting to save something, though, for set number two? Because, like, you told me earlier, they aren't these pretty much made to pre-order? Yeah, which is annoying. Yeah, so essentially they only... They'll they'll make enough to cover pre-orders, and then there might be a few left over, but essentially they make enough for pre-orders, and that's it. Yeah. Like, my thinking on that would be, then, that you want you want to have something that's going to draw in people for set two, you know? Yeah. Plus, also, Will Ospreay, like, might sound cynical, but he's young, he's a well-known name, he's white, so he has a Western... Yeah. connection in a different way to the rest of them um, and I, like I say I probably it sounds cynical but I think it's there's an element of truth to it plus also they're all coming with title belts aren't they yeah so uh, and, Okada uh, and Tanahashi come with the IWGB heavyweight title Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay that we just talked about is the junior heavyweight title and Ishii comes with the never uh, it says heavyweight belt under the picture but it's the never yeah but it's the weight. never title see I would I would I guess theoretically you could have Knight over the Intercontinental, but he's not held, held that in ages, has he? Or you think no, he hasn't. These I, if if they were gonna, oh, no, he has held it recently because mm. uh, he he held it for a bit and he didn't throw it on the floor, did he? Like he was oh, doing. Oh, that's right. But what yeah, I'd yeah. quite like him to do if they're gonna do a Knight is do one with like the damaged IC title, and then in yeah. the same set at least somebody with the just proper ones. Then you've got both versions of it. Yeah, yeah, probably won't do that, will they? I don't know. Don't know, maybe. Who who knows? The rele- like the releasing a uh, um Will Ospreay with a sword and uh a... Yeah, swords. So <laughs> don't, don't he have one of the Sword of London, or... yeah, yeah. Or S- whatever. Swords of Essex. Yeah. Swords of Essex, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. it's all the same in it down there. <laughs> down south. Bloody southerners. Yeah, Ishii comes with London. a steel chair. Um Tanahashi comes with a guitar. Uh Oh, it comes with the guitar. Yeah, it comes with oh, the guitar. Oh, what's the point then? Why? Well, shouldn't have an actual guitar, should he? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Mate, he's not going to listen. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then, Hi, uh, Dan. <laughs> Okada comes with a stack of cash. <laughs> yeah, I did like the way that it's described there. It's explicitly as stack of cash. Uh, and it, uh, the little the chains that he wears around his neck, and it, it was confirmed in the blog post that he'll have a cloth robe um, in the blog post as well, it said that Osprey, he said he'd have a hoodie or a sleeveless hoodie or something. So I don't know if he wore that as part of an entrance attire or something. But he did say in that post that they'd they'd have uh, some cloth accessories as well. They've all got interchangeable heads. Um, the the interchangeable heads, I, I'm not right impressed to be honest. What do you mean? Well, the, the they're not. I don't know. The the facial expressions just don't seem worth having an interchangeable head. Oh, because they're not hugely different to one. Yeah, though. like. Do you think how much of it is? Again, you know a lot more about figures than I do. How much of it is that just that people expect these sort of interchangeable things now? Well, wrestling fans, not really, because they've they've only just started introducing the interchangeable hands. My um, favorite interchangeable heads, by the way, are Ishii's. Well, that's the thing. This uh, for me, it... Ishii. Like at least Tanahashi's look completely different. Akana's look slightly different. Um, Will Ospreay's look slightly different in that one. He looks a little bit like madly more constipated Ishii's it's basically just as if someone's shone a bright light into yeah. his eyes on oh, the yeah. second one the first one is just sort of looking normal the second one it's like someone's gone headlights and he's like oh it's a bit bright that with um, the WWE figures the latest set it had a Drew McIntyre and one head has got all of his hair in his face and the other head is with his hair slicked back so I think that's a a decent um, yeah decent yeah. alteration yeah difference Yeah. whereas like I don't. I think if it needs it, then yeah, do it. But if it doesn't need it, I don't see it point. What it, what it hasn't said on any of these posts, which is concerning me a bit, uh, they've not said that there's going to be interchangeable hands. Um, Why is that concerning? Tell me. Because if you look at every figure's hands, oh, they're all they're posed all, in the same. They're all right. kind of like open out, uh, and that means they can't hold any of the stuff that they're coming with. Oh, you look at that Will Osprey. Is that sword going to fit in his hand? 
Oh, that's a good point. Probably the only not. way it'll fit is if um, if the hand's got like a little thing that sticks up and the sword's got a little hole on the side so it can stick into it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, they're not going to be able to hold the stuff. Yeah, because uh, Ishii comes with a chair. Yeah. But which, he's not going to be able to hold the chair. No. Oh, I can see where this is going to fall down straight away. Yeah, I mean, like... I mean, you're still going to get them, yeah, of course to be I am. honest. Yeah, and, of course you are. And they are really good figures. They I'm look just, like... I'm just being critical about it because it's what I do. Yeah. But it, they're, they're really good. Um, but, yeah, there's just... I just hope that in the next set, they, they either rectify it with interchangeable hands or they make new hand molds which they can hold the stuff that they come with. Yeah. That could be the way they do it, and then they get you for round two, don't they? Yeah. Along with that Naito that's coming in round two, so... Yeah, <laughs> Naito's got to be in series two, Andy. If if they if they've already put Okada and Tanahashi in series one, that's your big name for series two, isn't it? Exactly. That's that would be my thinking. Who else is going to be in series two though? Um, I'd want Zack Saber Junior. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think Ibushi. If they're going to put two big names, surely Naito and Ibushi. Yeah. Are going to be your two big names. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Ibushi actually would make yeah. perfect. sense But what they've done me. here. Which I've only just realised is, I know Tanahashi's not, but the other three are all in chaos. Ah, uh, of course they are. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about. I mean, I am the New Japan expert on this Obviously, show. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But I, don't, I mean, how many, how many uh, IWGB heavyweight title changes have you seen? I've, I've seen one. Mate. Ah, it's, yeah. it's more There's than the, most people. It's even one more than everyone. On the, on yeah, this one more than all the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw the, uh, I saw Kenta win the Never title. Was it the Never title? Wasn't even the Never title, was it? Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was the Never title. Yeah. I straight off forgotten. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the Never title. <laughs> it's the you that, weren't sure. It's, it's, the one that it's the one that Ishii's got here. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Tanahashi's not part of Chaos, but I don't know if he's even part of a team. I know he must be, because they're, they're all part of teams, Usually, aren't they? Usually, isn't he? Yeah. He's part of Summer. Hold yeah. on, I can't remember the name of it. I'm but definitely not typing the no. Hiroshi Tanahashi into... Um, so, so then in, in the next set, I don't know if they do something like... Um, Bullet Club, but then put Ibushi in the set. So you've got Jay White and Gorillas of Destiny as your three like team figures, and then you have one that's not in the team, so like Ibushi or something like that, just to fill out your roster, maybe. I don't know. I could see it. Like, yeah, hold on. What's... But the, these also fit in with those uh, Lucha Libre figures that I spoke about previously. I can't remember where we spoke about it a couple of weeks back, I think. Um, so they're all going to fit together nicely. These figures go on sale um, on the 1st of November for a month. Uh, you you go go onto Super 7's website. If you just Google Super 7, 7 is the number 7, uh, not not the word, um, you'll be able to find them. Uh, the, I th- believe there will be $45 each, which is pretty pricey. However, if you've got an illness like me, you will pay $45 each for these figures. Have you managed to find what team is in Absolutely it? not, mate. No. Not at all. I'll tell you the alternate head thing. Um, I just had an idea. Tanahashi, he, he changed his hair up, didn't he, like a couple of years back. They could have... Uh, said, oh, I found out it's um, Taguchi Japan. Okay. Because uh, they, they used to have Taguchi as the, the leader, but... Well, they still have Taguchi as the leader. Apparently, a bit weird. Yeah, they were formed after Wrestle Kingdom Eleven, and it's Tanahashi, Nakani. No, it's Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, Taguchi, and David Finlay. What a team! What a team, mate! <laughs> I can what see why they've team. not done a Taguchi Japan set. For yeah, the first I think that one. might be why. Yeah, yeah, Taguchi was the first leader, but um, Tanahashi is the only founding member still present. So they like the ACH bit. used to be in it, which brings us full circle. <laughs> Albert Christian Hardy Jr. Yeah, that's what his name is. Uh, John Miles. So I, I'm done with wrestling figures for this week, mate. Oh yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Incidentally, the whole John Miles thing is completely on uh, on on, uh, on Wikipedia, and I'm fairly confident it's been written by someone who is not hugely keen on John Miles. It's not. It's not offensive to him, but it very loudly. Notes him calling Jay Lethal an Uncle Tom and very clearly points out that um, he approved the design. And it explicitly says the first sentence, 
In October 2019, Hardy was involved in a controversy after WWE launched a Jordan Miles t-shirt around the concept that he always smiles. Someone who's added that at the end of that sentence is fairly confident, or at least wanting to give the impression, that that's why it was made, and definitely not because just some idiot couldn't understand uh, the racial connotations. WWE's got previous we're editing Wikipedia pages, aren't they? Yeah, they do, don't they? Yes. Mm. Don't think we should go into that, though, because we might get involved we might get a visit from the police. (laughs) Which someone literally did once. That's fun. Uh, if you're looking for us to talk about NXT, AEW, SmackDown, all that, tough luck. We're uh, we're recording on Wednesday, so we haven't done any of that. Uh, do you want to talk about anything? We talked about everything for last week already. Oh, yeah, but I can tell you what we'll say about AEW. Yeah, good. We'll say it was a good show. Um, yeah. We'll say that Cody Rhodes and Jericho's segment were the best segment on the show. There were too much wrestling, not enough promos. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Nailed it. Jake Hager. Did we talk about Jake Hager? We did, <laughs> no, didn't we? Uh, yeah, we did last week. Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah, yeah. He might have a match this week. Oh, yeah. Because I, I think the agreement was that with Bellator that he couldn't have a match till he's had this Bellator fight. Ah, oh, right. So, it, I, I'm not saying he will. There's not, I'm nothing advertised, but... You'll have a little squash match, probably. Yeah. You'll enjoy that, won't you? Yeah. Love it. Right, that's it for the Royal Rumble for this week. Don't, oh, no. One more thing I have to tell everybody. A uh, bit of news that came out today, so we can now talk about it today, can't we? Oh, so, uh, you know, uh, Breed was supposed to have another show on November the 10th, weren't they? Oh, yeah. But uh, circumstances being what they are, they're actually changing tactic a little bit. And instead of a show, they're actually going to run another podcast convention or oh, yeah. like podcast gathering, if you like, between us and some of our friends in the, well, in the Sheffield podcasting world. So... Our friends at the Grandest Stage and our friends at Graps and Claps are going to be joining us at uh, the Green Rooms in Sheffield on November the 10th, which is definitely the date, and I've remembered yeah, that right off the top. Yeah, Sunday 10th of November, the Green Room, Sheffield, 3 till 5pm. There you go, 3 till 5pm. There'll be interviews with Ivy, Joe Nelson, and Big Guns Joe. Yes, 30-minute interview. All three uh, breed champions will be there, and if you wish to purchase tickets, they are £5 for a regular entry. £10 will get you a picture with every single breed champion and also with the uh, the podcast people, I assume, if you ask them very politely. And uh, that will get you entry as, as well into, um, into, the, uh, into the event. So, yeah, Sunday, 10th of November. Green Room in Sheffield, three to five PM. Tickets are available on Ticket Taylor. There's only you can forty go to, tickets available. There are only well. well, there aren't even forty tickets available yet. Sorry, anymore because some have already gone, mate. So there were forty tickets available, and some of them have already gone. So you need to be there quick. So go to twittercom slash breedwrestling. You can find the link there. Um, it's on Ticket Taylor in Breed's usual section, and uh, you can purchase tickets to uh, come and see all three podcasts. Right, that is it. Don't forget to go to twitter.com slash pod whilst you're there. Go to instagram.com slash pod. You can see the uh, New Japan figures that Daryl has talked about that we talked about in the show. And I think that is it. So, say goodbye, Daryl. Goodbye, Say goodbye, Dan. See you later, everybody. Thanks for listening.